And we are back here on Pacific Rim, 102.9 and 750 the game. You may recall a couple months ago we had the chance to talk to Paul Weir back when he was the head coach of the New Mexico State Aggies. At the time they were 22-2. and They were on a big giant winning streak. Now we talk to Paul Weir. He is still at in the state of New Mexico, but he's now coaching up the Lobos as he accepted that job a couple weeks ago. And coach, how have things been the past couple weeks? I bet they've been a little bit of a whirlwind changing changing parts of the state. Yeah, no question. It's been uh, been a new challenge for me, getting into a new program, meeting new players, new people, trying to get adjusted, and, and obviously doing everything we can to try and make it a successful team. So it's, it's been an interesting time. I can imagine. And first things first, what was your reaction when New Mexico first uh, came to you about possibly becoming their new head coach? Because you were the head coach of New Mexico State for just one year after Marvin Menzies uh, took the UNLV head coaching job. What was your first reaction when you thought, hey, maybe I could become the new head coach of the Lobos? Yeah, I think, you know, like a lot of people, it was probably a little bit of... uh you know, uniqueness, interest, unusualness, you know, trying to kind of process all that. When I first, you know, got the call, it was a little different. But as I kind of processed it and thought about it, like I'm hopeful a lot of fans around here too realize, you know what, it's a great opportunity for me. Um, and, and to take advantage of it was something I just felt I had to do. And then obviously New Mexico and New Mexico State have a big rivalry. The teams play every single year in college basketball. It's something that crept into your mind, man, the New Mexico State fans are probably not going to be happy when I accept this job. Yeah, I mean, I think there's there's obviously a lot of them that have been very supportive to me and reached out and, and been very friendly. And then there's some that haven't. And that's just, that's part of business. That's part of sports. That's what makes sports so fun is just fans and, and the interest and the passion on both sides of it. So you know, it, it's a great region to play basketball in down here with New Mexico, New Mexico State, UTEP, uh, UNLV, Arizona. It's just a great region for basketball in America, and I'm just glad I can continue to be a part of it. It certainly is. As joining me right here on Pacific Rim is Paul Weir, the new head coach of the New Mexico Lobos, and he's joining me right here, 1029 and 750 the game. And you are going to have the chance for the first time ever to go up against your mentor, Marvin Menzies. You were an assistant at New Mexico State for so long. Then you were the head coach last year. Now you're going to be playing against him twice a year out there in the Mountain West. What has he sort of told you ever since you took the job? And what are you expecting when you play him? Yeah, you know, to be honest with you, I haven't really thought a whole lot about playing him. You know, we've obviously stayed in touch. He, he gave me a great opportunity at New Mexico State and then allowed me eventually to be the head coach there. So I'm forever indebted to him and, and will always remain very close. Um, you know, like just like New Mexico State and, and, and UNLV, I'll be cheering for them in, in every game except the ones they play against us. And when we lace them up that night, we're going to do everything we can do to, to be successful. Um, but outside of that, obviously Marvin's a close friend of mine, and I wish him well. He's, he's, he's kind of in a rebuilding job with a great program, and I think he's going to do everything that needs to be done to get that program on the right track. And for the second straight year, you're the new head coach of a of a program. I mean, obviously you had been with New Mexico State for so long, but then you were elevated to the head coaching job, which means that for the second straight year, you're going to have to try to sort of retain recruits, sort of do a little bit of a patchwork job of trying to get a roster together. How much do you think it benefits you that you were just going through that process last year rather than with some of these coaches that have either never been through it or had been through it but like 10 or 15 years back? Yeah, I think it's a tremendous advantage for me just having to kind of go through, like you said, the entire process. Obviously, things are different here than they were down there, and that's there's some good to that, there's some bad to that. But just 
having to have just gone through it and kind of coached the team for the first time as a head coach and got to know guys and, and bring in new players and things like that. It's, you know, obviously there was a familiarity in my last job, but it's, there, there's are still a lot of similarities between the two processes. And I'm really glad I just recently went through it. It is Paul Weir joining me right here on Pacific Rim, 1029 and 750 the game. He is the new head coach of the New Mexico Lobos moving over from the WAC to the uh, Mountain West Conference, and he is joining me right now. And, Coach, I mean, it's going to be a little bit of a challenge to put together a roster because Tim Williams was one of this team's uh, heart and soul players. He averaged like 17.5 points, 7 rebounds per game. And Elijah Johnson, ironically enough, recently decided to transfer over to Oregon. How have you sort of been preparing for the losses of those two players? because I think they combined for something like 34 or 35 points per game for New Mexico last year. Yeah, uh, you know, Tim and Elijah are great players, did a lot for, for Lobo basketball. We're obviously incredibly productive here as players, and, and, you know, us moving on from them is something that we're going to have to do, and we probably don't do it with one player or two players. We probably have to do it with a collection of players, and that's really what we're trying to do is build a team here and increase our depth and increase just our overall team strength. You know, are we going to replace those guys individually in their skill sets? Probably not. But I think as a group overall, we can hopefully become a better team and in the process maybe maybe do even better on the court. Now, one thing that I do not question with New Mexico is that there will be buy-in from your program because I still remember when you were with the Aggies last year, your team got off to a 22-2 and start. Your team overall won something like 28 or 29 games, made the NCAA tournament. What do you think allowed you to be so successful in your first year coaching at the D1 level? You know, I wish it was one or two things. It was really a collection of things. I was very fortunate to inherit some really good players very fortunate to bring in some players that were able to come in and contribute to us right away and, and just had a great young group of guys who bought into each other, bought into a lot of values that are lost today. They were incredibly unselfish. They were very team-oriented. They worked extremely hard, and they were very successful. It was a group of, of winning players as much as it is coaches, and you know they really provided me this opportunity as, as, as much as I did myself. And hopefully we'll be able to recreate that this year and really get a special group of young men that will buy into playing for each other and with each other and overcoming whatever odds you know people seem to kind of put in front of us. And speaking of which, you were able to bring in a bunch of recruit or transfers, I should say, when you were at New Mexico State. Is that currently what you're trying to do here at New Mexico? I'm sure that you're trying to do a variety of different things to get the roster all ready for next year. But are there any transfers that you're currently targeting? You know, to be honest with you, we're just trying to get the team as good as it can be as quick as we can. So, you know, wherever those guys happen to come from, we're open to it, whether that's high school transfers, junior colleges, graduate transfers, internationally, domestically, Wherever it may be, we're just trying to turn over every stone here, trying to find any player that we think can kind of help push this thing forward. It is Paul Weir joining me right here on Pacific Rim, the new head coach of the New Mexico's the New Mexico Lobos right here, 1029 and 750 game. And you're stepping into a Mountain West program that has been down the past couple of years. The last two years, it has been a one-bid league. I still remember back, like, I believe it was four years ago, this was a five-bid conference. Heck, even just two years ago, I still remember Boise State was in there as an at-large in that first four game. They had a couple teams make the NCAA tournament. What do you think the what do you think needs to happen with this conference for it to get back to the glory years of a couple years back and be able to get multiple teams into the dance? You know, I just think the last couple of years, there's been some programs that have been kind of unusually down. 
And I think historically, and just even as we go forward, I think as long as those teams get back to where they're, where they've been, then I think it'll benefit the entire league. There's some great programs in this league that have done tremendous jobs over the past few years, but obviously New Mexico, UNLV, San Diego state, you know, who were kind of really the, the, the benchmarks there for a few years have been down a little bit. And I think as long as those programs kind of come back and it's supplemented with these other really strong programs in the league that have been really phenomenal lately, I think the league will get back to what people kind of expect. And coach, I will close it out with this. You're a man that does a very good job of transitioning. We saw it last year. I was mentioning it earlier and many people don't know you're actually a native of Canada. You're actually born in Toronto, Ontario. I still remember, I believe that you played your college basketball at a smaller school. I'd like to say it was like York or something like that out there in Canada. What was the transition like going from one country to the other? Because you've now made your mark in the state of New Mexico, both with the Aggies and now with the Lobos. Yeah, it was a really interesting journey. Obviously, grew up in Canada, played at York University, like you said, coached high school up there, uh, and just kind of amongst my own kind of personal journey, professional journey, uh, life journey, uh, ended up kind of moving to the States to, to pursue kind of a, a coaching career, and here I am, and now I think it's 13, 14 years later. So it, it's been an interesting ride, uh, a very enjoyable one, a meaningful one, and I'm really glad uh, that it's led me here today to to coaching the Lobos. And Coach, it's been really nice for you to join me today, and I have to point this out because this might be able to boost your ego a little bit. I was reading your Wikipedia page, and you're one of four Canadian-born NCAA coaches all-time two of which are currently in the Hall of Fame in James Naismith and Pete Newell. So, you know what? You've got some big, you got some big shoes to fill being from Canada. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I wish I was, yeah, that, that's, that's way off my, uh, my radar right now. Just trying to do the best I can for this team this season. You know, the expectations are set high. I, I don't know if you're going to quite invent the game of basketball or come up with something quite that revolutionary, but I'm sure it's going to be a good year next year for the New Mexico Lobos. Paul, thank you so much for joining me this afternoon. Thank you so much for having me on.